Welcome to Catholic Stuff You Should Know, a J10 initiative. Welcome to the podcast. This is Deacon Mike. And this is John. And this is Catholic Stuff You Should Know, coming to you from Ash Wednesday. Ash Wednesday. Oh, man. You look tired, gloomy. I'm feeling strung out here. I noticed you didn't go for coffee this morning before Holy Hour. Yeah, that's exactly it. I, I'm fasting from coffee, and it's affecting me oh, pretty man. strongly, John. I'm sweating. I got the shakes. I got the uh, <laughs> smiles. I'm getting all... Uh, my head is just like, I can't focus. I think I have ADD, but I medicate with coffee. Oh, yeah. And uh, Well, I have to confess, I'm going to be a priest in a year, and I hate fasting. I hate it. Really? I hate it. I can't stand it. I do horrible. I like I like to eat. Um, I like meat. Today we're abstaining from meat. So it just is Wait, you totally hate fasting? I kind of like fasting. Oh, no, man. It's hard, but oh man, I like the challenge. Oh, gosh. You know what is funny is a really good workout when you're fasting. That really helps. Really? Yeah, you got to stay hydrated and then just like... Oh, yeah. I could see myself just passing out. You got to kill the little man, <laughs> as the old rugby coach and student used to say. You got to kill the little man kill inside little you, man. saying you can't do it. So, okay. Anyways, so, what are you talking about today? We're talking about the Day of Ashes. Oh, perfect. Yep, the Dies Cinerum. The Day of Ashes is the original name for Ash Wednesday. Right? Okay. This goes back to about the eighth century, where we have uh, a couple different documented things saying that people have been doing this. Even in the eighth century, they're saying this is an ancient custom where you burn the the ashes from the previous Palm Sunday which is right. at the end of Lent, so it would have been almost a year ago. And then um, they're blessed, and then they're used to uh, anoint the heads. Well, a priest says one of two things. He says, remember, man, thou art dust, and art to du- and unto dust you shall return, which is from Genesis chapter 3. Or right. they say... Or they say, uh, repent and believe in the gospel. Right, which is significant because... The um, first chapter of Mark, the first words of Jesus? first words of Jesus, yeah. There you go. Oh, okay. You got it. So it's one of those two things. So the focus is on repentance, it focuses on sin, and it focuses on death, really. Right? And that's why we don't like to do it, because we don't like to think about those things, do we? Well, we kind of. People love Ash Wednesday. It's funny. Catholics love Ash Wednesday. In fact, in a recent survey in the Archdiocese, Catholics voted that ashes were their second favorite sacrament. Oh, really? Yeah. Second that, favorite sacrament. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> that is interesting. Uh, and that's interesting in the Minnesota sense, which if you have family from Minnesota, when you say the word interesting, it's always negative if they're from oh, Minnesota. Yeah. Sarcastic. Sarcastic and negative. Why? Because ashes are not a sacrament. Ashes are not a sacrament. Exactly. Huge, huge mistake. But people come out of the woodwork for these things. They haven't gone to mass in years. Hey, it's time to get ashes, man. Get them on the forehead. So, oh, yeah. It's well, funny. I love it, too. Everybody I just saw, We went to the bank earlier today. And there was a girl with uh, one of the tellers with the cross on her head. You gotta love and it. And I thought, yeah, Pub- it's I can a public see statement, public profession. Of faith. You know who's Catholic? Exactly. It's beautiful. Well, people have been doing this for twelve hundred years. So I'm going to tell you about a, uh, a homily. A quick excerpt from a homily from the year 996 AD. This is right before the year 1000, and it's from a, an Anglo-Saxon priest named Elfric. Named what? Elfric. Elfric. Yeah, Elfric. Mm. What a name. He said this. We read in the books, both in the old law and in the new, that men who repented of their sins bestrewed themselves with ashes and clothed their bodies with sackcloth. Now let us do a little at the beginning of our Lent that we strew ashes upon our heads to signify that we ought to repent of our sins during the Lenten fast. Then he goes on to tell the story of a guy last year, one of the parishioners, who decided, you know what, I don't think I'm going to go to Mass and get ashes on Ash Wednesday. And you know what happened to him? No. Three days later, he was accidentally killed in a boar hunt. <laughs> this is historical. This actually happened. And to dust, he returned. And to dust, he returned. So ashes 
Ashes. What is this all about? Ashes to ashes, death, death to death. That's really what we're focusing on here is that in Genesis chapter 2, God creates man out of ash or out of dust is probably what your dust, English yeah, translation says. The ground says. or the earth, yeah. Now, the Hebrew word af- afar is the same dust and ash, same word. Okay. Right? So that's where we, you know, we get that. Our English word ash comes from Sanskrit. So it's kind of confusing. But anyways, when you see dust in the Bible, just it equals ash. Okay. Genesis chapter 3 happens. Everything changes in chapter 3. What happened? Um, they, they listen to that snake they and listen they to fall. that dang snake and they fall. Huge, huge mistake. Huge mistake. And everything turns is because what happens in, chap- in chapter 2, God forms them out of it. He breathes his very life into them and they, and they come alive. And then in chapter 3, they fall. They die, right? Death is, an, is a consequence of sin. Sin. And in the curses oh, okay. that fall from sin, God says to them, Man, thou art dust, and unto dust you shall return. Because of sin, you will die. Death and suffering is an effect of sin. God does not will it, but it's an effect of our free will to reject God, to reject right. his very life, and to reject the original communion that we had with him. But that's going to change with Jesus. Oh, right? yeah. That's why we do Ash Wednesday, because ashes in the Old Testament, there's like over 100 cases of this. They, they were throwing them on their heads. They were putting them on their foreheads. They would even sit in ashes. Oh, yeah. And I was thinking of like, man, you remember those, uh, those uh, uh, what do you call them, the sand, uh, little sand turtles? It, you'd put uh, like oh, in this a, little sandbox. Yeah, a little sandbox turtle, but it had like a you turtle head in front. three kids in there. <laughs> exactly. I was thinking of like King David sitting in one of those in ashes because I was like, man, that's a lot of ashes to kind of Be pull the Bestrowing ashes Bestrowing ashes upon himself as he sat in his little turtle Now, sandbox. I remember Jonah when he goes to Nineveh. And he says, you know, repent, repent, repent. And then he doesn't think they will. But then the king tells everybody, you better go sit in the fireplace. Exactly. Uh, bestrow yourself with ashes. And they did. And they bestrowed themselves with ashes. That is exactly correct. Now, like we talked about earlier, ashes is not a sacrament. Ashes does not affect grace, right? It does not pour grace right. into It's not an avenue of grace, a channel of grace like baptism or the Eucharist or confession, right. one of the seven, seven sacraments, sacraments. that Jesus instituted. You only get seven. But then outside of the seven sacraments, you have these things called sacramentals. Sacramentals, yeah. sacramentals right. point to the sacraments. Sacraments instituted by Jesus Christ. Sacramentals instituted by? The church. The church, right? right? So, Mike, ashes is a sacramental. What sacrament do you think it would point to? I'm going to guess that it would be uh, baptism, a sacrament of repentance, or anointing because it's close to death. Yep, all three of those are good. In baptism, and in confirmation, and in anointing of the sick, we have an anointing on the forehead, right? Yeah, exactly. So think about it like this. It's like today we're going we're gonna to do an ash. We're going to make ashes in the sign of the cross on the forehead. And then in these other sacraments, we take oil and we do the same thing. Ash in the, or sorry, oil in the sign of the cross on the the forehead. The The cross is the sign of our redemption, of our salvation, right? Of the Christian. Of the Christian, right? And so in baptism, we die with Christ, and then we anoint the child with chrism because he has now taken on Christ's very life, right? He has been brought into his life. And so think of the ashes as kind of a prefigurement of that, right? We're going towards Easter, we're going towards Good Friday, we're going towards. All the all the sacraments that will restore us to God's original grace, bring us into communion with Him, which we have in Jesus. But we're moving there right now. So today we focus on death. Today we focus on mourning, focus on penance. Right? That's what ashes stand for. They are a sign of mourning of our sins and of our death and of penance for our sins. So could I say it like this? Like 
when they say, to remember that you are dust, and to dust you shall return, and then they mark you with the big black X, right. the big black cross on the, on the forehead. It's like, hey, wake up. You're going to die. Turn to Jesus. Turn to Jesus. And you need Jesus, right? That's why we focus on death. We don't focus on death to be like, oh, how horrible, how miserable. It's focus on death, focus on sins, because it makes us realize that we need Jesus all the more. And this is a huge thing, because John Paul II said the 20th century, the greatest evil of the 20th century, think about this, Holocaust, you know, concentration camp, all this different stuff, but he said the greatest evil is the loss of the sense of sin. Oh, We've yeah. lost that. We've lost that. We don't think we need a Redeemer. We don't think we need to be made healthy, because we don't think we're sick. So today right. we got to focus on death, we got to focus on sin, we got to realize that we will live in this valley of tears, and we will be miserable without someone who can come into our misery and save us. And that's what Jesus Christ will do. Jesus Christ. It's a beautiful thing. Now, can we change topics real quick and talk about what we're going to do tonight? Sure. The Purge. The Purge is coming up tonight. Um, We simplify our lives with the Purge and turn to Christ by assessing all of our stuff. You know, we got a lot of stuff. John, I know you do. Yep. Uh, I know that I do. So every year we take a look at our stuff. And uh, those who want to purge, they uh, kind of assess what what do I need and what do I just have, yeah. or what do I want. So and then and then, in order to follow Jesus, who says, "Take what you have, sell it all, give it to the poor, and come follow me. Come with with nothing, because you're free when you don't have anything. You're free when you're detached from all your stuff." So we look at our stuff, and the rule is: start with nothing and keep only what you need. And then you can live as a Christian. Then exactly. you can be free. So if you desire to live a more simple life or to live more poorly so that Christ can fill you more completely, this would be a great thing to do tonight or in the first week of Lent. Go through everything you own. Say, do I really need this? Right? Or is it just something I just really want? I just really want to have, you know. Uh, it's a great thing. We really look forward to it every year. We do it with all the guys we live with. We go through our whole house, try and get rid of anything yeah. we need. Uh, it's a little harder if you got, like, you know, six babies in the house, and they got yeah. all their stuff. You got more stuff. Yeah, right. We have a little easier. We just have books and climbing Yeah, and be gear. honest about what you need. If you yeah. need it, keep it. <laughs> yeah, keep those diapers if, you know. But uh, it, it helps to have a friend, too. If you can find somebody who you can uh, challenge to do this with and then have them help you and you help them, it's great. Well, it's about time for Mass. Should we go bestrow ashes upon our faces? I want to repent, John. You better go to Mass, otherwise watch out for that boar hunt in three days. Oh, yeah. Hey, if you uh, got any questions or comments, check out www.catholicstuffpodcast.com. Or email us at catholicstuffpodcast at gmail.com. Perfect. Have a great life. You too.